Welcome to the Country Club Corner. My name is Taylor Berg, joined by my co-host Brent Pugh. Uh, lovely Wednesday here in Alpharetta, Georgia. Uh, coming to you live from the closet. The as corner always. of the closet. As always. As always. Yeah, trying to bring you the best sound quality possible here at Country Club Corner. Um, as you know, uh, we typically have a guest. We don't have a guest on today. Everybody's kind of grinding throughout the work week. Christmas coming up soon. Yeah, it's a little little down, down period in golf, but... Um, we're still going to bring it to you. So, yeah. uh, well, Speaking of, I did mention Christmas, Pew. Um, Country Cup Corner bringing some, some heat soon. I think we got some merchandise. We're close. I think we've mentioned it on every podcast, but we are we really are close. Um, say a couple weeks out. Yeah, so, I mean, we got uh, some proofs back today. Um, they look good, so we're excited to bring them to you. Go check out Country Cup Corner on Instagram. That's Corner with a K. Um, and see what we got coming for you here soon. Um, but we'll have more details on that as things progress here in the next couple of weeks. But moving on, um, starting a podcast, we do a question, kind of a question, golf-related question every podcast. So, Brent, I'll ask you, would you rather have the uh, the 50-yard pitch shot or the uh, 10-yard bunk- bunker flop shot? Do I ask, can I ask where the pin is, or are you just, just straight up? This is just a straight up, you got 10 balls in the bunker, you got to flop 10 of them out, get them close to the hole, or you got 10 pitch shots, 35 yards off the green, where you got to run it across the green. 10 balls, which ones, which shots do you feel more comfortable with getting them closer? I'd probably say the bunker. Okay. And most people hate the bunker. I yeah. know me being not as good a golfer as you, uh, the bunker is kind of like, almost like the water to me. It's kind of a dead zone. If I'm in there, it's going to take two shots to get it out most times. See, so. that's the opposite for me. Okay. So par you feel five comfortable and, in the bunker. Yeah, par five and two. If I can't, you know, tuck pin or something like that. You'll aim for the bunker. I'm right? aiming for the bunker. Okay. But so you know, you can control it better, and I'd much rather hit it out of there than some thick-ass rough. So. Okay. The, the 35, 40-yard pitch shot to me is probably easier. Take a pitching wedge and just, if you duff it, it still gets on the green. I agree. I th- I think you have more. You obviously have more options that way. Whether you can flat it down, you can bump it. You can, you can even throw it up high if yeah. you really want to. But I don't know. As as I've gotten older and my game's gotten a little better, I feel a little bit more comfortable out of the bunkers. Now getting for, it close. Okay, let me ask you this: being a not a novice golfer, I guess I would say, uh, for those those of us that aren't as good as you. Is that kind of 35-yard, 50-yard shot kind of the toughest shot for those golfers that don't play as much? Or is it still off the tee box, do you think? I mean, the, I think the toughest shot in golf is that, that 80, 90-yard yeah. bunker shot. Okay, the bunker shot. Like where you got like your, the bunkers, you know, it's one of those ones right off, like like I said, 80 yards off the green. Like sometimes you got to take a 9-iron just – for some reason, though, for me, I, I prefer that 80-yard bunker shot over a 10-yard bunker shot. Really? Yeah, I feel like I can just take it and kind of pick it clean with a 9-iron pitching wedge, 8-iron, rather than trying to grab some grab some sand and stop the ball on a dime. Well, you're the best player in golf, then. Well, no. Nah. But I just think for for golfers that aren't as good, that, like you said, that 80-yard, just 80-yard shot in general in a bunker, in the fairway, in the rough, yeah. To me, that's kind of the toughest. You're in between clubs, kind of. I think if you ask uh, any any touring pro, they would say that that forty five to fifty to ninety yard bunker kind of gray zone. I guess. You yeah, call it, it is a gray zone, yeah, it, I mean, and it's not... like, 
I don't, it's awkward. Yeah, and I always feel like the, the times I'm in those zones, I hit a very good drive. I'm in the center of the fairway, 75 yards in, and I'll duff it. Yeah. Or I'll could, skull it across here. It's, yeah. it's just a distance that most golfers aren't comfortable with, I feel like. Yeah, it's tough, it's for sure. So We might come out with some gray zone t-shirts because that's, that's, uh, that's where idea. I struggle. So, Living in that gray zone. Living in the gray zone. I mean, tour pros, it's easy for them. They drive. I think for tour pros, they hit it far and putt. Is kind of the. I mean, tour pros. I mean, it's definitely changed over the years, and equipment has something to do with it. And we can sit here for two hours and debate on equipment and how it's changed the game, or if it hasn't. But um, it's a bomb and gouge game. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, you see it it far and they putt. Hit it far. You have tour pros would much rather have a hundred yards than one hundred and eighty. Yeah, I think that's it for anybody. Um, It doesn't matter if you're one hundred eighty in the fairway. I think a hundred and a hundred yards from the rough, especially the touring pros can. So is that more like for me, golfing? It's hitting the ball straight in the fairway. Whereas the pros, I feel like it's more hitting to a number, getting the club you want in your hand, and then going out of pen, you can actually attack. Yeah. I mean, that's I, that's what kind of separates just watching it on TV. Where I'm, they're sitting on tee box in front of five thousand people, and they're worried about hitting it to a number. Where I'd be worried about not shanking it and hitting an old lady in the face. So. That is true. I mean. It's all about angles and and where the pin is, and I don't know. It's tough. I mean, so you see some players just don't give a shit, and and the they're just, of the world. I feel like no. I think he plots his way around. I, I mean, I'm still you know the big bomber guy said, but everybody's so straight now. Yeah, the ball doesn't move. It's not one of those yeah, old I mean, balada balls where you got you have the potential to cut two or three of them in a round. Yeah. So it's I don't know. It's um. I mean, is it more the clubs or is it even the ball? I mean, if you had the big tribute, t- the big talk now is all the ball. Okay. The balls, and and I just found out this recently. I didn't know this, and maybe I'm I was lied to, but I was told that the balls are individually made for the pro. So you're a tour pro, you want a ball? They custom design a ball for you for personally, them. and they don't sell those in the stores. That's just for you. Yeah, for the I never most part. I, I thought they were just getting Pro V One Xs off the shelf. No, go out there and hitting them. I knew the range range sessions they weren't hitting range balls because they were hitting the the pro v's or whatever ball they typically hit. Right, but so I did not know that the balls are actually customized for them. Yeah, so that's what that's a big talk around you know that Ryder Cup week and President Cup Cup week is when they're playing you know alternate shot or four or foursome four ball whatever you want to call it. I know it's different. Both of those are different, but um, yeah. So so they the, they. That's what they talk about. Tiger plays this one of the softest balls on tour, and you have another guy who plays a hard ball. Like they gotta, I mean, so I guess whoever it tees out. up the ball is the ball you finish the hole with. So say Tiger's on the tee, he's playing with a partner that, like you said, yeah. plays a harder ball. Tiger tees up a Bridgestone that he plays now. It's a soft ball. Does his players where they're playing an alternate shot? Does this player have to hit that soft that Bridgestone, the ball that Tiger hit off the tee? Yeah, I don't I, think he's I, allowed to change it to his ball. No, 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 no. You can't. I know that in the hole. I'm not sure what the rule is on changing changing ball from each hole. Like if if Patrick Reed were to tee off on the next hole, is he using his Pro V1 or Pro V1 X? Like, what I always thought was, or do that they have to stick through it? What I always thought round? though, you had to finish the hole. The hole, the golf ball you start on with the hole, you have to finish it. So say you hit one out of bounds and you're hitting a bridge stone, you have to finish the hole with the bridge stone. That's, Same make, model, number, everything. That's the, like, I play in some of these USGA things, That's it's a one-ball rule. Like, you yeah. can't go from, like, 
you you can't go from a Pro V1 yeah. to a Pro V1X. And yeah. Most people don't know that. Like, you just think, reach in the bag, grab another one. You're in these tournaments. You start with a, a Titleist Pro V1X number one. Yeah. You shake it out of bounds. You better pull a Titleist Pro VX number one with a different dot on it. Right. And hit yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, that's another the, thing. You got to mark your balls differently, which... The starter will tell you that when it, um, you know... But that's an interesting question. I've... I've Especially now, people are talking more about the golf balls, as you did mention. Um, it's interesting to kind of... That's a good question if you're playing with a partner that plays a different golf ball than you. Um, maybe that's something, rules-wise, we, we'll look up. Speaking of rules, Pew, I know you'd mentioned there's going to be some changes in 2019. Um, go ahead and shout out a couple. I know you mentioned some. Yeah, definitely the, the, the way you drop a ball, is I think, is crucial. So it's almost like you now can place it, or can you... It has to be above the knee. Above the knee? Yeah. So it's no longer from it's, the shoulder. Yeah. And it's, so you, you rem- I don't know if you remember, but it used to be from behind the back, just like just tossing over rock the shoulder. a jock, ten point shot, baby. <laughs> so biting off a grenade in a bunker and just yeah, throwing it that's out. how it used to be. Okay, and yeah. then they went from shoulder, yeah. and now they're going from knee height. So I think that that takes an that's definitely an advantage. That, I mean, but also too, I feel like the guys when they were dropping it from the shoulder, you could almost drop it forward twice, and then after two times, you get to place the ball. Right. Correct. So I mean, if you're good enough at dropping it. You can kind of spin the ball out of your hand to there's push definitely it forward. An, there's definitely an art to it. Yeah, I mean, I think. Do you think tour guys practice dropping the ball? I wouldn't say that. I would. I wouldn't I would say spend five ten minutes a day though. Maybe <laughs> getting your extra on the reps side in. Of the green, yeah, yeah, just dropping like a couple free of throws balls to make sure. I mean, as now from the knee even, which isn't as bad as the shoulder, but I know guys were dropping the ball. The ball would move towards the hole. They try it again. It moves towards the hole again. Then they get to place it. So why would you not? Work on dropping it where it would move towards the hole every time, so you could place it. Uh, like I said, I think it's. I think so. It's why a, not just go in the knee? The, you said you can drop from the knee now. So why not just go to where you can drop an inch above the ground and just place it? Because guys are still from the knee are going to do the same. No, thing I, I, I mean, I, that's. I mean, that one to me is not as big as one as leaving the pin. Now you can leave the pin in, correct? Leave the pin in on the green while you're putting. Which which Bryson DeChambeau is has. Has mentioned he's going to do with the cor the I don't even I've I've heard it but yeah. I'm I'm not even going to so take a let shot me ask on you this. how it's pronounced. He's probably is uh, for those of you who don't know Bryson DeChambeau is very mathematical calculated guy looks at golf in the world of physics like a he's designing a spaceship yeah. yeah but so I think his his thought process is the flag can only help you if you hit the dead center of it most of the time on a putt if you hit the dead center of the stick it's going to go in. On a chip, not a putt. Excuse me, but so do they make the flag stick smaller now? No, I, mean, I don't. I don't think that. So he was saying there's. So the flag sticks are made of different. So there's like fiberglass and like they're all different kind made from. Different yeah. So he's, I'm pretty sure he said something like if if it's fiberglass, I'm gonna leave it in. If it's some other material, I'm gonna I'm taking it out. Does he have a reason behind that? Yeah. So the fiberglass will accept the ball more. The I think. Well, Take my word for that, but one of them will accept the ball more than the other, and the other will just kick it off in the other direction. So depending on the f- whatever the whatever flag's the flag made of, the yellow, yeah, the actual pin, whatever it's made of, that's what how he'll. Do choose. you think he'll be the only guy to like even consider leaving the flag in? I mean, putting. I don't want to. I know Pete, you don't. You're not supposed to stand behind the hole when somebody's putting. Why would yeah. you want to look at anything but the hole while you're putting? So that's why I would not leave it in. I mean, would you leave it no, in? No, I'm, I'm not leaving it in unless, obviously, I'm getting it tended or it's a right-off-the-green type situation where I, I would like it in. But, no, I'm, 
your your average ten footer. I'm I'm taking yeah, that. I out. mean, is that the way? Do you think most tour, tour yeah. pros play it? I this mean, year? that's the way you've been playing golf yeah. for your whole life. I don't. Yeah. It's I, no. Speaking of DeChambeau, you a fan? Um, I mean, just golf yeah. is definitely a mental sport, but they also at the same time you try not to overthink it. I feel like. That man, I mean, he played well this year. I mean, but that's say but that's year. him. Like you know, everybody has got their own brand. Ricky's got his own brand. Um, DeChambeau's got his own. Like it's, I think it's all about branding these days. And however you want to brand yourself and being different. I mean, nobody's di- like DeChambeau on tour wears a different hat. And it's not like he, he it's not getting to. them anywhere. Yeah. He's number yeah. five in the world right yeah. now. Um, I agree. So. It's not that I'm not a fan. I think sometimes for me it's a little too much because I just get it and go. Yeah. But for other guys who like the detail-oriented, you know, I thinking just, for of me, golf, golf, and golf needs to be it. as simple as possible for me to. If I have fun and make it simple, golf is fun and I play well. It's a, but yeah. it's it's a fun sport. I'll enjoy it. But when I'm overthinking, I'm play fast. And yeah, go. fast. Not thinking about shots, standard balls, calculating the wind direction, the. What the fucking flag's made out of. Yeah. I mean. So what, I think, um, so another rule that's big is repairing damage on the putting green. Okay. What's yeah. your What's your take on it? So I had recently found this out. I actually played in a tournament, um, say a couple months back, where before the tournament they let us know that you were not able to fix uh, spike marks in your putting line. Yeah, you're not able to tap tap them down with your putter. Right. I remember JT. Uh, it might have not been last year. The year before had to actually chip over somebody's spike marks. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, if somebody you can't help somebody walks by and accidentally the yeah. green elevates and they don't see it. I don't think that's the, the catches. That's the issue with every. I think everyone wants to be able to fix. Um, you know. Yeah, I mean, damage I've, in the green. The issue is if it's like so. I don't know who's done it, but that's the talk around is if, like, you're kind of able to make a little valley into the, like, if you tap down mm-hmm. your putter, you can almost make, like, a little, little indention. Like a but, trench to the hole. Yeah, almost. but it's like, if, no, you're, if no, you're doing that. You got to take a mallet like you're packing a fucking baseball. I mean, I don't, I don't know. If you're doing that, then I don't know. But I, I think it's a good um Good addition. Yeah, uh, I mean, the, the one rule that I think most golfers will say that needs to be changed is hitting out of a divot in the fairway. Yeah, I think... And that's one I thought they'd get addressed this year, and it sounds like they haven't. No, it's another touchy subject, but an, another rule that's coming into play is, you know, you can move loose impediments now out of the penalty area. Okay. And you can ground your club. Okay. In the red state, not in the in, hazard. In the red. In, in the red, you can now ground your club? Okay. Yeah, which I don't... I don't know how I feel about that. You hit it in the hazard. You should be punished for it. Exactly. I, I agree with there. So uh, why why change that rule and not change the rule where you're sitting dead center of the fairway and four three other rounds have been played and fifty guys are hitting from the same spot. Your ball lands middle of the fairways in a divot. You got to hit out of that, but now you can ground your club in the in a hazard. Yeah, I don't, makes no sense. To me. I don't get it. Here's here's one for you. Okay. And shout out Haffy. I know that I, this is definitely for Haffy. Use of clubs damaged during round. Okay. A clubs a club damaged during a round could continue to be used even if you, even if you damaged it in anger. Okay, so this, this is big for amateurs. This is big for me. So two months ago, as I mentioned, I played in a tournament where you couldn't fix the uh, scuff marks. This same tournament, your boy was walking down the fairway with his putter. 
just walking down. I wasn't mad at anything. Stepped on my putter. Bent the putter. You just got to learn how to Couldn't walk. use the putter because it was altered during the round. Had to use a, I had to use a four-wood the rest of the rest of that round. And then had to use a clubhouse putter they gave me. Left, I'm left-handed speaking, so there's not many of these. This thing was from 1980. Your boy proceeded to make six birdie putts with it. So maybe I need to bend my clubs more. Well, now you can we continue winning, to use them. We, went in, we ended up winning that tournament net and gross because your boy shot 72 that day. Wow, net winning net and gross, that's that's pretty good. Yeah. So. On the back side of that, you can also use um, measuring devices now. So range finders? Yeah, that would be a measuring device. Okay. Just for the people, I mean, people might be thinking you're using a fucking ruler. Hey, ruler, what if... Taking a ruler, <laughs> ruling it for the putt, I mean... Whatever you want to use. You um, never know. Yeah, so unless, unless like a local rule is in place to where you can't, like they won't allow it. Yeah. Now, obviously, that those measuring devices can't include slope. Right. It's like we saw strict. in the Tiger Phil thing, they were using range finders, but it was strictly distance. It was no yeah, slope. Yeah, strictly distance. Um, do you think DeChambeau, speaking of him, as we've talked about this whole freaking podcast, but do you think he brings out a ruler? I mean, say say you bring out a, a yardstick, you can kind of see which way the, way the green elevates. Dude. With that man, I have no idea. So, uh, be on the lookout 2019 for that man. He'd be the one to watch if you're watching any golf tournament on TV. But we go back to Brandon and look what we're doing. We're talking, yeah, about, we're talking, we're talking about, him. about him in a fucking closet. Yeah. And other people are talking about him. So yeah. He's doing the right things, man. It's, it's um, interesting. I, I think these rules definitely favor towards the more scientific guy on the golf course, I would say. For sure. I'm, you're not going to see DJ out there with the... Um, a compass. No. Um, so now, uh, before we wrap it up here, I saw something interesting, and I want to bring this up to Pew. In the World Hero, it was this weekend. John Ron, John Rahm ended up winning. We're not going to talk about that, but the pairings on the first day got me thinking. I saw Patrick Reed and Bubba Watson paired together, and I was thinking, what golfers would I want to see paired together that would fight each other? Like who I'd like to see fight each other? Right. Those two would be the first two I would say. Put them in a ring. Let them beat the shit out of each other because I hate them both. Not, can you remember, were they at Georgia at the same time? Like, I know Patrick Reed ended up at Augusta. I, I'm not that familiar with it, but I just, maybe. I, I don't know, know. I know Patrick Reed wasn't in the, he wasn't putting up scores for Georgia when he was there. I think it had to do also yeah, with some. Off the field, off the off course. The, off the course actions. Um, and I, I think those two guys would be a good fight. But in a boxing ring, who yeah. you, t- you take? I'm taking Bubba. Cause Over Patrick Reed, facts. Yes, because he's lefty, first yeah. off. Patrick Reed's not seeing that left coming. And the leverage. Yeah. But say you got, out of all the golfers, you got a prize fighter you could pick and I could pick. Shout out Michael Vick, like dog fighting. Who are you putting in the ring? Not condoning dog no. fighting. Shout out I would say. Peter. If I had to put my money on somebody winning me a boxing match, I'm going Tony Finau. A, because the height, and B, the pain tolerance. That man snapped his ankle back in place at Augusta and just kept walking. And top 10 it. And then, yeah, top 10 that weekend. So Tony Finau, he's like 6'6", hits the ball a mile with half a backswing. You're, uh, go- you're going Finau? I'm going Finau. Pain tolerance and the height, the reach. Can I have a 1A and 1B? No, you always try to do no. Just pick one one thing. Who who would you who would you put against my Tony Finau? We're playing Pokemon. I threw out the Tony Finau card. All right. Well, my Charizard is going to be. <laughs> Stens- I got Bowser. I'm, out I'm there. going Bowser. Henrik Stenson. 
Bowser. Bowser. <laughs> it's been a while. Not, Pokemon it's fans. not Bowser either. Henrik Stenson? Just grown man strength. Yeah, he takes like, out that three wood. He's just, yag him. He's just 6'4. Yeah, he's a big dude too. I, Swedish. He doesn't take any shit. He's low key funny. He'd, he'd fight with those glasses on. Hell yeah, you would. I'm going Stenson. I don't think I've ever seen his eyeballs. He's like that PFT true. off uh, Part of my tape? Yeah. yeah. Um. I think I, I don't know. It's a rare. So if, I if think he, people would pay. Do you think people would pay more than they paid for the Tiger Phil golf <laughs> to see Tiger and Phil fight? Box it out. Would it be like? I think it'd be up there. Would it be like a thirty-second fight? Phil gives it all he's got for thirty and dies, and then Tiger's just pounding him out. Well, based on Phil's breathing um, like in the me. mic yeah. uh, at the match, I think Tiger's got him beat in the stamina category. Yeah, well, uh, shout us out who you'd like to see in a fight uh, at Instagram. Yeah. At Country Club Corner, Corner with a K. Hit uh, us up on Twitter, CC Corner. CC Corner, Corner again with a K. Now, Pew, let them, let them know about the website you, you've been designing. Yeah, we've got the link in our bio on Instagram. Um, I'm learning day by day on how to design a uh, website here. Stay patient, people. We'll get it, we'll get it down. But, um, yeah, we're going to put our products out there. And, uh, As we mentioned, we got some heat coming. Uh, make sure, like we said, every time follow the Instagram page, you'll see all the new apparel coming out. But yeah, and other than that, just kind of enjoy tu- enjoy the ride, and uh, yeah. we're just trying to spread our love of uh, golf, golf and, and fashion. Yeah. So um, yeah, check us out, and if you guys have any recommendations that you want to see that you guys might like, let us know, and we'll definitely take it into consideration because. Obviously, it's not all about me and Burke and the other um, founding members, yeah. but um, there's plenty of us out there. So yeah, always input's always good, man. Criticism's always any kind of criticism's good criticism. In my my opinion, we're always trying to get better at this yeah. and trying to make it better for you, the listener. So uh, be good or be good at it, and we'll come to you next Wednesday. See you.